This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Gary Bryant. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryant. Gary Bryant. What's your name? Gary Bryant. State your name for the record. Gary Bryant. What were they thinking? All right. So that was fun. This yeah, one. that yeah. was a good one. For I me, think, uh, I think the greatest story of the day was this Henry Winkler Tom Hanks feud. Yes. Who the heck knew this? Yeah, that's that's a shocker. I mean, honestly, and the fact that Henry would not divulge any more details to me yeah, tells tell me you? this is a true feud. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, I'm hitting up Tom and Rita. That's going to be my next email. They could be in a movie titled after a song called Bad Blood. Yeah, Thank no you. <laughs> Thank you. Man, genius. There's no opposition genius. on the genius switch, really. <laughs> what? <laughs> so how was St. Louis? Uh, San Luis, Luis Obispo. Oh, you fun. only... Uh, you, I thought you went to St. Louis, sorry. No, no. <laughs> Why would anyone go to St. Louis? Hey, now. Actually, my friend used to go there for college. Well, that would be a reason. I almost went to visit. I would have visited. There's a giant arch to visit. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, one of the special things. It really is. I would go. I would eventually. It's on my list. Of, <laughs> I've just been not high to St. Louis, Louis and stayed with my friend Kim for five days. There ain't nothing to do in St. Well, Louis. Well, you don't. Meet me in St. Yeah, Louis. I mean, it's not like a vacation destination no, for it's a just whole week. Maybe if you're on a road trip, you it's stop by, trip. you see the arch, to and then you To be honest with going. you, St. Louis, I crashed a rent-a-car. The black <laughs> now we're ice. The whole story. Yeah, yeah now we're there were. The whole I was. I was out doing some errands. She was running around in her car. I had a rent car, and there were black ice. And it was the first time I'd ever driven on black ice, and it didn't go well. Mm. Right well, it usually doesn't go well. Yeah, it didn't yeah. go very well. Right into a tree. Did you really? Yeah. That poor wow. tree. Yep. I was sure the tree did. okay? Nope. Because you know that I am a fruitarian. Yeah. <laughs> and that I that's object a, to killing plants. That's the funniest thing oh. I've heard all day. It's just so offensive when the when the vegans come around. They're just ripping plants out of the ground in the prime of prime their of lives, lives. Oh my God. slaughtering them. And Loving eating. the earth. The roots are digging deep and grabbing Mother Nature. They're going, please don't let me go, Ma, nature, no, let me go. And they're like, no. <laughs> they're going to eat me. There's somebody going to eat me. Uh, yep, that's what happens. Pluck my time. babies off my limbs. But, oh my God. but in St. Louis, they're smart. They have baby back ribs. Oh, or McDonald's God. is bringing back McRib. You can have that. McRib? That's not really a rib. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that's think. what you said. Um, yeah, but my dad eats it's it. Made I think it's made in a mold. I think what that is is 3D printed beef. They are. They, they, might be. they literally make is. those into a mold. Wow. <laughs> there is not an ounce of rib in there. Okay. Nasty. <laughs> right. Hopefully McDonald's is not listening to the podcast. Oh, well. So. oh well. One of our great sponsors. <laughs> they know. They just know people will buy it. They, they know. That's You're true. Right. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is this guy, Mark Henry? You said he's an Olympic weightlifter? Yeah, he's like gold medalist. In, power in, uh, Powerlifting. He's one of those big, looks like a big giant muscle Samoan guy. He's decided to go into stand-up, but he has a unique approach. You know what? I, I actually did a set 
my Carolines in New York. Oh, congrats. And, and like, thank that's you. Thank you. And the first thing I said was, hey, this is not your typical comedian that's on stage tonight. Like, uh, any heckling, I will kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you feel like people took it seriously? Like, okay, and it was pretty quiet. No, they laughed. They <laughs> laughed. Man, I was really shocked. I wasn't expecting a bomb or nothing, but sure, like, sure. I, I didn't expect the response that I got. Lightning don't strike like that. You know, you know, God bless me with some unusual gifts. Yeah. And uh, I've been able to do things all over the world. And, you know, I got a lot of respect for comedians. And uh, Who doesn't? Yeah. Get up there and do stand-up? That's very intimidating. So hard. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing stand-up? Um, it's crossed my mind. I think I would be extremely nervous, though. I, I yeah. You're not that type. Mm-mm. I think no. there is like a skill. I mean, I think if I wanted to, I could. You're not cracked enough. You're not crazy enough to do it. Oh, I could be. <laughs> no, I don't mean in a psycho chick kind of way. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <gasps> wow. Uh, <laughs> give it time. <laughs> give it time. Get to know her. Come on. How about uh, Joaquin Phoenix showing up at the screening? Pretty cool. That's pretty and cool. And taking photos, which he never does. If you ever had a star show up, I had uh, I went to the screening yeah. of Bohemian Rhapsody at ArcLight, and uh, and what's his name? Uh, uh, Rami Malek was there. Rami Malek yeah. showed up with the cast. That's right. A couple of the guys from the band. Um, I think the Woman in Black when that premiered with uh, Daniel Radcliffe, he he happened to show up into the one of the theaters where I was watching like a pre-screening. Women in Black. Was it the woman? Uh, Is that the name of it? I, it was the horror film he was in. Oh, okay. But yeah, my friend. He was, showed up and he get up in front of the crowd. Yeah, and he oh. talked for a minute. And my friend was so excited because he loves Harry Potter and loves Daniel. Welcome Clark. to L.A., man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right, you go to the movies, you never know who's going to show up. I was at a screening in New York one time of uh, we did it. I was actually emceeing this. It was a Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. Oh. oh. And Michael Moore was in the audience. <laughs> he was such a jerk, man. It was like. I'm trying to introduce him. He's like, no, no, don't introduce me, and I'm too big. But then, but then after the movie started, we see Kevin Costner come in and sit down in the front row, uh-huh. watch the movie with everybody. That was wild. Did you see this thing with Andy Dick where he tried to steal food from an Uber guy? Andy Dick has really got some mental issues. He's this a goes mental... Beyond, this is beyond drugs and alcohol. This boy is mentally ill. Yeah. Something is really wrong. We have to stop locking him up in a jail and put him in an institution. Are there any institutions left where we lock people up? Are they there? say that's part of the problem. You could go right did... to Cedar sinai There's a whole wing for it. But it's the not enough. Psych wing? Yeah. We do... No, I think that is part of the big problem. I think there needs to be like institutions more. So well, someone can't just put you in there. You, it, if you're an adult, it's, it's all you have to have a court order. You yeah. have to have all that stuff. But what happened with Robert Downey Jr.? They locked him up. He got and it worked away, squared away. I think if yeah, if you have a court of law that assigns you into it, then it doesn't matter whether you're voluntary or not. But I mean. I still think it needs to be in existence a little more. It used to be. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird because. Some people need to be hospitalized. Yeah. They need medicine. They need care. Yeah. They're not safe on their own. They're a danger to themselves or, and others. That yeah, used to be the thing. Exactly. But uh, but then people used to have people locked up. If you had a lot of power, you could get somebody locked up. Say they're crazy and, and get them locked up. So you got to watch out for it. Like the Kennedys had that one. Um, they had a daughter that was slow. Or something was going on with Yes. Her. And they gave... And Joe Kennedy... What this happened is J- with that This girl? is JFK's sister. 
Correct. And Robert F. Kennedy's sister of the many Kennedy children, they they sent her to a mental hospital and they and they gave her a frontal lobotomy. Right. But didn't they bring her back home afterward? No, they left her in that they hospital did. for years and years and years. They just left her there. Oh, I don't think they would do lobotomies anymore like that. And I, I mean, yeah. hopefully they would put you in an institution to take care of you, not necessarily lobotomize you, because obviously that we know you now see these that scars? doesn't really work. Right here. Oh, <laughs> that's why you're the way that you are. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So you got to work on that a little. You got to hone that a little bit mm-hmm. if you're going to do stand up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep. Keep going. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Instead man. of stand up, sit down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go try, Brandon. Nope, I, I'm yeah, good. Brandon. I'm good. It's, hey, man, Jamie's always told me, hey, buddy, anytime. I was like, heck no. You that know, he did that me. with when Grace, my daughter, worked there, right? She's Who's your age, Crystal? And so when she was at Jamie always does this. And he really loved, they, everybody that loved Grace, everybody loves Grace. Because Grace is like, the coolest, right? And so Jamie was telling her, you're going to be a big star, buddy. You're going to do stand-up and you're going to do TV and everything. Well, he was trying to encourage her. But what was happening was she started getting stressed out. Nervous about it. Yeah. yeah. She was like, this thing became this huge thing in her mind where she was going to have to go on stage at the Laugh Factory. She was going to have to be great. And she was going to have to fulfill everybody's expectation. And she started having panic attacks. Uh, yeah. And she came home, and she was, like, beside herself. She was crying, you know. I didn't know until I started kind of working with the comedian world that they basically script the entire show out and memorize it. Yeah. Like, oh, they, I didn't know that. I thought, to me, it was like, they were just I'm just going to joke about oh, certain no, they, things, and they come up with some stuff on the fly. But you got to hit punchlines. Yeah, and to know that they sit there and literally write everything out and rehearse it. And, well, they rehearse it, but then they they can add lib around it, too. But they always yeah. have something to go to. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, like, they have specific, like, stories with punchlines. But then really great comedians are the ones that also, like pull you out in a crowd and start like roasting you you know right. and that's not planned because they have no idea i think what's they sometimes they do that up front to intimidate the audience because yeah, unless yeah. you're intimidated a little bit and a little scared of them you're not going to laugh you know they have yeah. to have control of the room yeah and so they start by doing that just to put you like on the defense like, oh. so they open you up to laughing because if because if you're not afraid of them then they start you somebody starts heckling them then it's all over yeah for a lot of comedians you know they got to you got to have some good comebacks to that. So if you did a, a stand-up comedy act, what would you do it about? I I don't know. I don't know. Relationships? Probably, to yeah. be honest. Dating? Yeah. I think that's the thing I'm most comfortable talking and joking about. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a comedian who does a great job of talking about dating. Liza Shear, is that her name? I don't know. Liza Shear? I think that's Who's her she? name. She's, um, I think she was on Last Comic Standing. She might have won it or came in second. And her whole shtick is about dating Are you in talking LA. About Eliza Schlesinger? Yes, yeah, sorry. Schlesinger. Yes. Her whole yeah. thing yeah. is about dating and relationships. And it's pretty darn funny. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's as Did far as. Did she win uh, Last Comic or was she just a runner? Oh, wait, she won. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And when I. I don't know. I think there's something funnier about when women talk about like sex and dating, like in that kind of stand-up style, because I don't think you expect it. So then when they start telling their perspective, I don't know. For me, it's like really relatable and funny. And like normally, you always hear a guy's perspective on like, you know, I just like that difference. Hmm. My biggest fear is to like repeat somebody else's joke by mistake. 
because you hear things all your whole life. Right. That's funny. And then if you include that, somebody be like, man, so-and-so wrote that 20 years ago, you thief. But that's There's a why- lot of comedians lose their lose their reputation over stuff like that. I think that's why, though, you really have to, even if it's not a story that happened to you, I think the whole idea is to definitely personalize it as if it did happen to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're using a story you heard or, you know, something. Or, if, but, you, but you have to be very careful not to do something from another comedian. Yeah. Remember, there was one time that Robin Williams, uh, and, and Jamie told me, that Jamie Masada from the Lamp Factory told me this story. So Robin Williams used to steal stuff from other people all the time. <laughs> Whether it was conscious or unconscious, and one night, some the this guy took him outside and broke his two front teeth, just smacked him in the face, and he had to get he had to go get two crowns put on oh his my front gosh. teeth. Wow! I said, "Yeah, that's uh, the guy got mad stealing his stuff." I'm sure. Yeah, because you work really hard to make those jokes. Oh yeah, as funny as possible. The well, punchline of the perfect time. What's really got to be? What's really got to be? Uh, 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 piss somebody off is that if you bust your ass on a routine, somebody else takes your stuff and gets really famous. Yeah, and you're still you're humping it, and you're going, "Wait a minute," you know. And apparently that happened with a lot of guys with Robin Williams. But I think Robin Williams was just a sponge. He probably didn't even know where yeah. he got that the, stuff. The one that cracks me up is when you look at old footage of Larry the Cable Guy when he wasn't Larry the Cable Guy. Right. He was just an unknown comedian named Dan. Right. And he's not doing the redneck, and he's just tr- doing the, he's just a regular guy up there talking and doing his thing. And you're like, it took him to to turn into that character to be famous. Right. Because the real him, the real comedian him, was just some schlep that nobody knew. I think it's a lot easier to do be funny as a character. Yeah. yeah. And he's gone through and had most, there's still a few out there, but most of those videos of him under his real name are, are gone. gone. Yeah, he's yeah. had them all removed. Oh, is that right? Yeah. But you'll, you, can, you can find them, but they're very few. Hmm. So what are we going to do for Tell Me Something Good Tuesday? Tell some good nose stories. All right, that's it. Everybody break. <laughs> that's it, man. What do you think? How can we focus it? What's good that's out there? What is tomorrow? Is there like a day tomorrow, a national something day? Or Let's see, this week is... Looking it up. Mm. Today was a lot of days. It was National Chocolate-Covered Pretzel Day. Two, two food tastes that taste great together. Wait a minute. Didn't we do that before? There's, oh, did you see they have new Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Thins? Yeah, I have them. Oh. I bought them. And are They're they in, good? No, they taste like crap. Why? I don't know how to describe this to you guys, but when you take a bite of a real Reese's cup and then you try the thins, it doesn't taste like peanut butter. It's very weird. They didn't get enough peanut butter. I guess. I don't know. But I put them in. Then I thought, put them in the refrigerator. Maybe the refrigerator will make them taste better. Mm -hmm. Nope. Didn't taste any better. You know what I think they need to do? What? They need to make dark chocolate Reese's Ooh. peanut butter cups. There's a good this idea. This is where yeah. they're screwing it all up. Right. That good milk idea. chocolate, I'm over it. Oh, no, and I'm tell not, me but... how good dark chocolate with peanut butter would taste. You know I'm... what? They probably, I'm just guessing, but they probably did market research where women said, I can't eat a Reese's peanut butter cup. It's too big. Right? So they said, well, Maybe, we'll make thin yes. ones. And because the tagline on the commercial is something like, you don't have to feel bad about eating it anymore. Or right. Something like well, you that. know what? They copied They copied the same premise that Oreo cookie did. They made the thin Oreo yeah. cookies. The thin Oreo cookies? Yeah, same uh-huh. exact thing as that. But, so, but the thins, I feel like Oreos do taste sim- similar. They do. Because the cookie is the same. It's just Correct. Small. 
Correct. So could you do two food tastes that it's a little weird? Two food tastes you wouldn't think taste great together, but they do? Tapatio and cream cheese. What? Yeah. <laughs> We've discovered that. Pickles and peanut butter? Yeah, Tapatio and cream cheese? Yeah. Site, they oh, do sell. I've never had pickles and peanut butter. Where do you butter? get that? On the, on the Hershey's website. They have, they don't, but they do not sell say? those in dark, the stores. Dark chocolate peanut butter cups. You can oh, they do? Them. Yeah, but you, they don't sell them in the stores. Look, you because know what? You, a, you just said it, and they already did it. And no, so, I mean, you I want have that them power. to sell them in the stores. I don't want to have to go online and buy them. But you don't have you I'm, have to go online to buy yes, them. Yes, they do not sell them in the stores. I'm sure though that they've done research. That milk chocolate is in general more popular. Like if I had the option to have a milk chocolate peanut butter cup or dark chocolate, I'm I sure think, the dark chocolate would be good. But I think the milk chocolate's going to be better. I know it's a stretch. You but say I, that? I think I saw these at so. the Las Vegas. Thing, the Hershey's place in oh, Vegas. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I bet you did. Store, or like a specialty sure candy store. Oh, I'm sure you did any of those specialty. But you're not going to walk into a CVS or a, a Walgreens or a Walmart and because I've been to all of them and looked for candy. A Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> You've been to Walmart? Yeah, and Walgreens. Shots? What? Did you know there's one in Beverly Hills? Wait a minute. Did you guys Is know Walmart that? Is Walmart and Walgreens the same thing? A Walgreens in Beverly Hills. Oh, Walgreens, yes. I'm not surprised. Walmart. And I had to go no to the way. Walmart in Burbank because there isn't anyone near here. Burbank. Why don't you just they want put to go a Walmart in like Santa Monica? Have huh. you ever been to Walmart? They will never, never, never. I wish never, they never, Why? Never, they put never, Targets never. everywhere. But Target is. Oh, come on. Target and Walmart are very, very, very different. They. They don't. I, I think it's all, it's all based on real estate values. It is. If it's too expensive to put a Walmart someplace, uh, they won't do well, it. I suppose I, I. I don't know exactly, but. Walmarts are specifically put in lower income areas or not even just lower income, but they're not. They're never going to put one in Beverly Hills or Santa Monica. I well, think Beverly Hills won't let, allow them uh, to. Well, to get, Santa to Monica these. sure won't allow them. No, to get a Walmart built anywhere, you, the people that are around the place where they're going to build them, Has they'll to, all pretty much go out of business. Yep. Yeah, it, that's, that's, that's yeah. what I was getting all at. All the small shops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've, it's called a been, category killer. They've been trying to put one in my town, and it's still. I mean, I it's. I've been hearing about it for fifteen years, and they still can't get it passed. Just come over uh. to the one in Rosemead. No, I mean, there's there's there's, <laughs> there's WalMarts everywhere. I got two near my house. I but have it's two. Like, I can go to too. Why do they want to put one here? Because it's gonna t- it's gonna wipe out. All the mom and pop shops that got right. they barely survive right now. That's but the a, people who don't do. have the mom and pop shops sadly don't yeah. care. That's the problem. That's true. People don't nope. think about you know people running businesses and that's how they're making their living. Right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tomorrow morning, two great tastes that taste great together, but you wouldn't think for a Tuesday. Okay. Two Taste Tuesday. Ah. Hey. All right. See you in the morning.